0: perspectives.
1: Today, I want to talk to you about the investigators toolbox. Many of the folks who listen to this program actually have already signed up and have joined this online community for investigators and the investigative community. It's a place to go for networking. It's a place to go for continuing education, uh, watching webinars, doing your continuing education credit. It's a place also to read up on uh, the latest trends in the industry, stay on top of all the news articles. It's actually supported by Some really, really great businesses that support our industry. They're offering discounts and benefits, actually, for your membership. And then the the OSINT catalog. We've got a huge OSINT catalog that you can make your own private library. You essentially pick and choose what you want to be in your library, um, however you do your research. Check it out today. It's uh, www.investigators-toolbox.com. Listeners of the show, if you use the code PIP, Two zero one eight three six, you'll save an extra twenty percent. Investigators hyphen toolbox.com. Go
0: check it out today. PI Perspectives.
1: And welcome to this episode of PI Perspectives. Before we jump into the show, I wanted to welcome Nikki McKinnon Marler from Dell Point back because we've got some new searches that we want to talk about. And we're going to do like a quick little segment and uh, understand what's going on at Dell Point. So, Nikki, how are you doing?
2: I'm doing great. Thanks for having me back on the show.
1: Okay, you're on the clock. Go tell me about these new things. That
2: you <laughs> yeah, go quick. So we have three new searches that we just launched. Standard person search, okay. standard relative search, and standard reverse phone search. All of these searches are a dollar each. And this is just a quick, put your information in, get the information you need and go. You're not going to get a report. You're not going to get excess information. If you put in for the person search, you're going to get address, phone number, and email address. Okay. If a for relative, you're going to get degrees of separation, the relative names. This is a really good one for alternate addresses, um, identifying additional sources, I mean, anything you need for relatives. And then the reverse phone search. That's really cool because you just take a phone number, you plug it in there, you get associated names, alternate phone numbers, email addresses, addresses. So it's just the quick information. It's none of the extra stuff that you may not need.
1: Awesome. When is this stuff coming out?
2: It's out. It's, it's out, out there right now. People All can right. log in and run it right now. And, um, and we've got the free trial for PI Perspectives podcast members and viewers. So PIP for PI Perspectives
1: 2021. Okay. So PIP, at right, P-I-P 2021 at com. I love that you guys are always doing new things and always pushing the envelope to to, uh, to make it an, an, an easier, um, uh, I guess, Easier way for the users to, to get what they need without uh, was, with staying in their budget. I guess is a good.
2: Right. Uh, yeah. We try to do a lot of different different options. So we have some things that are twenty dollars. We have some things that are like a dollar. We keep it. Make sure that you can get the information you need with the budget that you have and meet your needs. We got some new stuff coming out in the next couple months too. So.
1: All right. Well, you just have to come back on it. again and <laughs> tell me about it anytime. <laughs> co-host fantastic anytime folks if you are not using Delve point please get in touch with nikki and give them a a, a shout and find out what what's new and what's going on in there Uh, as you know i always say you got to have multiple um, databases in your uh, toolbox and this is definitely one that i use more so and for more things than i thought i would ever use it that delve point is quickly becoming my go-to um so thanks nikki for coming on and bringing us up to date Go to Delph Point, give me the uh, the website one more time.
2: Delphpoint.com, D-E-L-V-E-P-O-I-N-T.com. Promo code is PIP2021. And if you wanna call us, you can do 866-945-1667.
1: Awesome, so there we go. All right folks, uh, Delph Point, go check it out and uh, let's jump into the show. Everyone enjoy the show.
0: Welcome to PI Perspectives. Today is our special Valentine's edition. We're talking dating apps, not the appetizers you get at Fridays on a date, but actually online dating apps. Our guest today is Emmanuel Welch. She has built a reputation as a go-to researcher for cracking these types of cases. Now let's jump right in with Emmanuel Welch and your host, private investigator and part-time matchmaker, Matt Spare. And welcome, everybody,
1: to this week's episode of PI Perspectives. Before we jump into the show, I wanted to take a moment of silence and just uh, recognize some uh, some things that have happened in the news. Uh, Jack Palladino, a, a very well-known private investigator out in California, ended up getting mugged and subsequently died from his injuries. And uh, we just want to acknowledge that, acknowledge his career. do some research on who he was. Very, very amazing. And I also want to um, acknowledge Dan Afflin and Laura Schwarzenberger, uh, two FBI agents who tragically lost their lives uh, recently within the last day or so of us recording this episode, uh, who made the ultimate sacrifice for children, basically uh, doing a raid for uh, child pornography. Uh, Unfortunately, they uh, they got involved in a gun battle and, and lost their lives. Uh, so I'd like to take a moment of silence before we bring our guest in and just uh, acknowledge these three people that have passed away. Welcome to the episode today, and we are uh, welcoming a good friend of mine, Emmanuel Welch. I've known Emmanuel for years and years and years. We're both based out of New York, and uh, she is involved with the Society of Professional Investigators currently holding the vice president position for them emmanuel i want to welcome you to the program how are you
3: thank you matt thank you i'm fine you know having a blast just like all of us
1: so good to see you virtually
3: (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, one one day one day we go back to our our meetings in person
1: yeah yeah so society of professional investigators is a fantastic organization i've been a member of, of spy for god maybe 10 years Basically, it's a, a group of investigators that get together once a month downtown at Fort Lini's restaurant, which is a an old stomping ground for uh, near the courthouses and uh, a lot of history, a lot of really cool people. Um, how long have you been involved with uh, Spy, Emmanuel?
3: Uh, since two thousand twelve, okay. um, since I moved to to Brooklyn, basically. Right. And um, and it's a very old style organization because you meet in person. They value the you know, networking in person. I like that, which right. doesn't prevent you from networking yeah. in cyberspace if you want, but uh, I really like that. It's something that's, that we're all missing
4: right now.
1: Yeah. And I really appreciate spy has been very intentional to continue meetings, even though we're not at four Laney's uh, of all the associations that I'm a part of, and I'm a member of a lot of associations, as are you actually. <laughs> um, spy has been very good about, um, I mean, going back as early as like July, or June from last year. And we were having meetings virtually. It was really, uh, really awesome to see everybody. Yeah. A
3: happy hour.
1: Yeah. Charlie's happy hour.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so uh, that that's, uh, that's good. So you've got a very interesting story, how you got into investigations. You're, you're originally a, a reporter, um, investigative journalist, right? But, um, and you're not originally from here, right? So tell me a little bit of how that all happened and how you got <laughs> no, I'm not, here. And, I'm not
3: from here, as you uh, gathered. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm from France. I was uh, born and raised in France, and that's where I lived until um, until um, I was 22 when I moved to uh, Hungary. Uh, and I uh, moved to the U.S. later at uh, the age of uh, 25. And... Um, I mean, I don't know if my background is so original because more and more uh, investigators and researchers and analysts are former reporters. But uh, but yeah, that's that's um, that explains the type of investigator I am. Like I I don't I don't fear uh, giving a cold call or knocking on doors, or because I'm used to this as a as a reporter, I'm not right. afraid of uh, archives of uh, you know the musty smell of. Uh, archives and digging to courthouses Uh, so that that explains that so research is 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 a strong point i would say Uh, and you know um former law enforcement can be excellent at research as well it's just that they're they're really good on the ground at surveillance and uh, which is not where i'm uh you know this is not what i do most most of the time neither. (laughs) i'm right there with you We and all have, crew
1: yeah, we all have, have, have so, our yeah. talents. Right. Um, so that, that's, uh, that's really cool. And, you know, I really, uh, I- admire you because I, I feel like you, you have really found what you're good at and, and you are quite good at it and you've, you've built a career out of it. Today, we're, we're actually we're going to talk about dating apps because this is our, our Valentine's Day special. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I figured uh, we'll have you come on and talk about doing those types of investigative work, that due diligence that go into uh, finding uh, out about, uh, I guess, the people online, who they really are and what they're about. Uh, but we're, we'll jump into uh, a little bit of that, of that later later. Um, I also want to talk about some of your accomplishments too. You've uh, been published, right, uh, in the Art of Investigation. You're one of the the contributors for that, correct?
3: Yeah, I'm one of the contributors. I, I contributed a chapter on um, on curiosity, being curious, right, and um, which involves a lot of continuing educations, learning, being curious, wanting to learn right. new techniques. And the the chapter explores also crowdsourcing, how you know a new generation of PIs are. Like Brian, you had Brian right. a few weeks. Willingham, ago, yep, Brian Willingham, right. yep. uh, a new generation of PIs who are uh, who believe in uh, sharing information and not being so mysterious on purpose, and right. not pretend that PIs are magicians and trying to work together
4: right.
3: uh, sometimes for for the common good. Uh, and I like this uh, this effort and this spirit. Yeah.
1: So no, yeah. I, I love that, like when I used to go, you know, when we were allowed to go to the uh, different events around the country, I'd show up somewhere and uh, there's Emmanuel. <laughs> I was like, ah, hey, New York in house. What's going on? <laughs> you and I, yeah. like, we're like conference buddies. <laughs> we're like tag teams. Yeah, <laughs> no,
3: conferences are great. Yeah. I miss that. Just talking to people, learning. Yeah. You learn so much from talking to people.
1: Yeah. Uh, I really Thanks. miss that. Yes. Um, and it's, it's nice having having these virtual conferences. And there's some really good ones uh, coming up within the next week or so. Um, it's not the same, but still, we'll, we'll take it, right? we take what we can take these days. It's
3: been amazing. The opportunities are amazing. Like, I'm, I'm yeah. doing the conference of the Sense Institute. It's uh, mm-hmm. so way to be more technical. Yep. Uh, for open source intelligence. And then the um, uh, Florida Association of uh, PIs, yeah. the, they have their conference that is, they make it free this year. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. I mean, this is really the opportunity to to attend as many conferences as you can.
1: Yep, yep. And yeah. that's my fappy, uh, my FAPI, <laughs> yeah. uh, my fap org. Yeah, you want to go and sign up <laughs> for that. And that one's free. So uh, when this show airs, you, you, you'll got about a week or two to sign up uh, for it. So it's going to be on the 17th, 18th and 19th. Um, but you'll, you'll see some details on that in the show notes. Yeah. I mean, there's just a lot of really cool stuff going on. I think one of the other things that's very impressive about your background is you made it to OSINT Curious as a guest. You were recently featured on their podcast. And to me that, that is like making it to the big time when it comes to technical stuff. So I was very impressed by your,
3: uh, oh, by your episode. Okay. Yeah. No, I was, I was very, uh, I was very, uh, honored. I have to say I'm still honored. Yeah yeah those guys are amazing to be in the same room yeah it's just you know i was referring to that that spirit of sharing giving information and we've talked about doing a webinar on dating apps and something i need to do just uh just a a matter of time some some people have uh have a lot of time on their hands during this this covid era and uh and are productive some people and some other people (laughs) have a hard time to find a you know a moment for anything
1: yeah, it's a tough balance, you know. As your family dynamic changes, and you, and you've got to make sure your family's taken care of, and still earn a living at the same time, it's uh, certainly a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, sometimes we have to escape to <laughs> to get work done, right?
3: <laughs> Where? Yeah, yeah. I'm in Chinatown right now in a studio with my friends. Right. And uh, that's the only way to
1: to, to yeah. be quiet for right now. Yeah. So uh, it, it was really cool seeing Janos and Kiris because. Um, I know like being in the same room with those guys and being able to hang and talk with them technically. Like I don't know if I could do that.
4: <laughs>
3: they're know? very you know, they're very um they're very species they're nice yeah. and they're a lot of them are European too, so it yeah. felt like uh uh I don't know, it, it was it was really cool cool vibe. And yeah. now they're 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 really amazing. Uh, it's a great group, also awesome, yeah. curious. Yep. And And they share, and they're very open about it. Well, that's the
1: other thing, too. They definitely share on things. The openness is amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um Yeah. and if folks don't know what we're talking about, it's it's the Ocean Curious project. Um, it's a webcast slash podcast, um, you know, mm-hmm. good, good stuff. And very, they publish yeah.
3: very good articles. It's yeah. technical, like you have great, and I don't know, half of them are Dutch because the Dutch are the best at yeah. uh, open source intelligence. Why is that? They, I have no
1: idea. <laughs> I don't know,
3: something in the water. Yeah. I don't know, the flat, I don't know. Uh, but they <laughs> publish articles too. So yeah. if you don't have time to watch an entire webinar, articles about... Uh, you know, how to research Instagram. It keeps changing. Oh, Facebook has changed once right. again. Uh, what is new? How do you look for photos on Facebook now? Or uh, sometimes it's a bit more technical yeah. about using the developer's tool in um, in Google, in uh, Google Chrome or yeah. in Firefox. Oh, no, they're uh, talking
1: about coding and JSON and stuff like that. Like, yeah, I, I think yeah. there they, they was something that today they put out. Uh, it was talking about the uh, Facebook graph. Um, the Facebook
3: graph, yeah. Yeah, yeah. going but back you know in what? we'll talk yeah. about it perhaps but i think our profession has to is becoming more technical oh absolutely and, uh, we're doing that we we have to learn
1: gotta be coders uh, gotta learn how to do coding
3: yeah, yeah yeah i'm i'm doing that right now i'm uh, taking the um automating osint uh course it's a python course and also there's a master course to use uh, python code to you know uh, in open source intelligence research and it's uh it's a course designed by Justin Sites, who's a cyber sure. security expert. Yep. Mr. Hunchley. Mr. Hunchley. Hunchley, wow. yes. which is an amazing tool to document yeah. your findings on the web, yep. document them in a way that you can present them to yeah. J-
1: Justin was a, a guest over the summer uh, when we did the quick hits with Osmosis. Uh, he, yes. He's one of the Okay. Our yes, yeah. exactly. He's a good guy, like Justin.
3: Nice guy. He's amazing. He's yeah. amazing. And same thing, amazing spirit of let's try to progress all together. Mm-hmm. And share information. It'd yeah. Been amazing.
1: And then you also did something with Pursuit Magazine re- recently, too, right? To uh, How Humphreys had you on?
3: Uh, yeah. Yeah. I did a, I did an article about uh, professional databases, propri- proprietary databases that PIs use, and uh, how to do open source intelligence with them, like h- how to start with a, a cell phone number, an email address from those databases, yeah. and then jump in and expand and look for social media accounts.
1: Yeah. Look at you. You got yeah. some heat. People want to talk to you. They want to, they want to know how to do all this stuff. <laughs>
3: I don't know. But, you know, and we ha- we do a lot more talking because we're at home, like doing our podcasts or yeah. our articles or, yeah, yeah. So that's what we do We stay in touch.
1: Yeah. And, you know, it's funny because I, I, I did want to have you on a while ago. And uh, I have this rule that if you're on someone else's show, Got to wait, you know, like a month or so to have uh, to have you on. So it's like every time I was getting ready to contact you, somebody would book you. I'm like, oh, I got a bumper to the back. Uh, That's why I reached out to you a while ago. I'm like, Valentine's Day. I want you for Valentine's Day. We're going to do something. Yeah.
3: Valentine's Day is around the corner. Yeah. You have plans? (laughs) Yeah. I think I'll be home. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, I don't
1: don't think I'm going anywhere, but it'll be uh, it'll be all right. How'd you do with the snow? Did you get a lot of snow or no?
3: Uh, We got a lot of snow, yeah. I don't know how many feet because I still don't know how to count in uh, American units, but um, yeah, we got a lot of snow.
1: All right, as long as it's not meters here, okay. Something (laughs)
3: happened, so I'm excited.
1: Yeah, that's good. I got about (laughs) uh, two feet up uh, up where I am, so. What are some of the the trends or things that you've you've noticed that have changed um, in the industry for you trying to get business done within the past year or so?
3: For trying uh, to get business done, well, I, I noticed that everything is taking longer because everybody's trying to work from home and we lose access to some, some security, you know, um, uh, double authentication and people can't access the uh, secure databases. So it's, everything is a bit slower. slower, And, uh, and uh, also notice that um, business is not necessarily down. It's actually not bad, but um, there's less volume right? So you mentioned that last week. I noticed the same, like I more did, clients yep. coming yep. from everywhere, Yep. Uh, but it doesn't translate in more. It, it's it's like, like, like one-time clients. One sometimes. and
1: done. Yep. Yep. And these are people that like, they're attorneys. So I would ex- expect to get other work back. And I, and I have a pretty good confidence that I will when they have work available, they just don't have work available. So
3: yeah. Yeah. Kind of Lots weird. of insurance work. Um, cause I do, you know, the, the, I don't know about, you but uh, when you're a sole proprietor like i am so i i I contract with pis when i need help especially if i need help across the country with surveillance or research and um i have my own cases people find me through my website or from media mentions but i also get hired by large firms who need someone who's expert at um uh you know social media research or to to help them right because in house they can't really do it, or they don't have the time or the resource, and so I do a lot of social media research uh, for insurance uh, right. cases, uh, you know, finding the the accounts for, uh, and I try to do it before they launch the surveillance, so that they, you know, they try to to uh, right. especially pre- New York, you know, yep. they go to the Bronx and they have this huge building, and they don't know which guy is coming out, if it's their guy, and sometimes they get the wrong guy, so yeah. uh, so finding finding a, a picture, even one picture from WhatsApp or from WeChat or really helps from Yeah, the, really helps Yeah, them.
1: you never know. Um, yeah. So correct me if I'm wrong, but before COVID, you had a pretty extensive business with landlord-tenant work, right? You did a lot of that. Yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, and I still do actually, it kind of tapered down because not because of COVID necessarily, but because of the change in laws in mm-hmm. uh, New York City.
4: Right.
3: Uh, it's like a saga I don't want to get into, but um, after COVID, it kind of um, died down a bit even more because uh, evictions were uh it stayed uh, right and they're still yeah and they still are but um most of the landlord and tenant work i do it's usually doing a profile of the tenant they want to negotiate with you have different aspects you have the the tenants who do uh illegal sublet they they organize an airbnb in their apartment uh, illegal businesses there was a guy once i investigated in um then it was in Soho, he had a, an illegal sex rehab in the loft that he was renting. So all the other t- tenants in the building were wondering who these people in the elevator were, you know. <laughs> right. And uh, everybody f- was feeling a bit strange. Uh, but yeah, he was running an illegal uh, sex rehab and people from all over the world coming. So you, you research that. Uh, but you also have a lot of uh, landlords who want to negotiate. They want to dis- change a building, rebuild it, and right. they want the tenants out okay. and they want yeah. to see how much they can buy them out for, exactly. No, it's called a buyout. So you do research on the tenant to see, okay, this person is very litigious. This person is actually a uh, single. This person actually is in love with someone in Florida. And maybe if you offer them a little bit of money, they'd be so happy to leave. Right. Uh, you know, you, you find a lot of information on social media mostly uh, so that the the lawyers contacting the tenants have some information and you know, Maybe how much they can offer, if it's going to be a difficult one, or if it's going to be what they can suggest.
1: Any kind of leverage helps, I guess, right?
3: So, yeah, it's more like a financial psychological profile. A lot of psychology to that. Which type of person is that person? Is it the least? You know, a recent case was um, this This. Guy who used to be a DJ in the 80s in New York and was pretty big back then, but he's no longer big, but he thinks it's a huge deal. And for him, it's very important (laughs) to stay in Manhattan. Right, right. Because, you know, he has his life here, except he's he's miserable because there's no clubs to go to. Nobody recognizes him. But they want to negotiate with him to see. And um, so from the social media posts, you could see that he he still thinks it's a big deal. So it's good for them lawyer to know all
1: that oh yeah of course you got to yeah. stoke the ego so that's uh, yeah. very interesting and,
3: uh, you know a big deal is also to do research on uh do they own another place do they right. have somewhere else to go or right. they're really clinging to that rent control department because yeah. they have nowhere else to go and they don't have the means to go anywhere yeah. else so yeah
1: rent control is a that's big deal yeah, it's a big deal new york um, it's
3: a big deal in san francisco as well but not as much and there's also santa monica in in in, in l.a yeah but That's why it's so interesting. I love doing, you know, OSINT, open source intelligence on the web, but also go to public records and do a mix. Like sometimes I'm hired to do, you know, a firm would say, okay, we have four hours. Can you find things about this person if they are litigious, if uh, they're accused of defamation on uh, social media boards or on forums? And if I hit a wall after two hours, I spend the extra two hours. I tell them, hey, do you want me to do some research with the police, the local police where they live, yeah. to see if they were – and they, they love it because I spend the time, I still do research, and sometimes yeah. I come back with things that help uh, jumpstart my – You know, business.
1: that's that's interesting, right? Having a uh, methodology that's maybe a little different, right? Something that's not your typical you, – you, you check off the regular boxes, but then you have other avenues that you can go, and, and you, you get those ideas – from experience, right, and from training, and, and from learning how to do different things, and and opening up opportunities for yourself with a different skill set, right?
3: Yeah, and I would say it's the privilege of uh, age, I, I suppose. Is that I don't
1: yeah. know what you're talking about. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, but it's it we're really lucky to be. I was really on the cuffs, Like I I, I started in this business when the technology, the internet, was becoming uh, was becoming this life changing. Uh, tool and uh, I still know how to do old-fashioned uh, you know, gumshoe work right knocking on doors asking looking for records it's
1: a dying art uh, <laughs> it's a dying art uh, knocking on doors and, and going to musty uh, courtrooms and digging up files it's
3: uh, yeah and also maybe the, the younger generation they don't know if it pays off necessarily yeah. and so we have the experience we're like you know it's worth you know, knocking on that door, even if you think it's, you know, it's it's a 45 minutes that we're right, but it's worth trying because in my experience yeah. you always get something from the new It's
1: amazing door. what you can get by yeah. talking to people. And, and yeah. I've always found, especially in New York, you know, people want to insert themselves in the narrative. They want to be a part of it, you know? So if they have information there, it's, it's like on the tip of their, their lips, you know, they can't wait to tell somebody what they know. And you just got to know how to ask the yeah, right
3: question. You, you did a presentation in front of the ACFE uh, in, in New York about that about yeah. how to find witnesses to accidents and mm-hmm.
4: uh,
3: same thing yeah on Facebook on uh, you asked me about trends yeah. what I find I love reddit I love Reddit. searching reddit I really love that and finding deleted posts but discord that's a, a platform that is more difficult. It's very
1: difficult it's, yeah. Um, yeah yeah the scope reddit. now guys were talking so, about that it's uh, so
3: the trends that I don't like too much. I mean, the challenges that can be exciting, but the trends that uh, is is like these platforms that are becoming more opaque, more difficult to get into, like Discord, and also mobile uh, platforms like uh, uh, you know dating apps. Mm-hmm. You you can research them, you know, on on mob- mobile. Um, you, you can research them like the mobile app or the desktop. Right. But you know, if people meet people through then, uh, you know WeChat or some um, some chat apps, it's all very very contained and yeah. and that's that's really difficult. Yeah. At least Tinder you can
4: research. Right? There you go. There you go. But if
3: you, you know on WeChat, like people can say, hey, I want to uh, chat with people within one mile of where I'm standing right now.
1: Definitely. It's to research that. Definitely, definitely. All right, we're going to take a, a quick break. And when we come back in, we're going to really start diving into all this stuff. And we'll talk about your experiences in doing that type of research and maybe get some pointers, folks that are interested in doing that kind of work. So everybody sit tight and we will be right back. PI Perspectives. Are you using a case management system? The answer is no. You should really rethink that process. All right, so as you guys know, Crosstracks has been an amazing sponsor of the show. They've just been uh, really supportive. As you guys also know, I didn't used to have a case management system. I was the the investigator that was fighting them tooth and nail. I finally decided to give it a whirl. What a great decision, right? During the COVID shutdown, I was able to actually roll my whole business into it and get completely up and running. And um, my clients love it. I mean, just today I got a, a phone call from a client of mine who just couldn't believe how easy it was to access everything and uh, how invoices were there. He actually asked me to go back and upload all my prior cases and put it into Crosstrax. I've been doing business with that firm for, I don't know, about eight years, so uh, it's a lot of cases. Yeah, if you don't use a case management system, you should, right? You should check it out. Give Crosstrax a shot. Contact Brad or one of the teammates over there and, uh, They'll get you up and running with a trial and see if it's for you. If you have used CrossTracks and it's been a while and uh, you're not happy with the system that you're in, go check them out. They're doing a lot of really cool new things and uh, see if it's right for you. If you're unhappy with the system that you're in right now, contact them. You know The ability for them to roll your system into their system is very easy. Again, you guys know they've been sponsoring this program and I can't say uh, enough good things about them, but uh, make your own decision, right? Give it a shot on your own
0: and see if it's right for you. Are you overwhelmed with your current case log? Could you use some help with your skip trace assignments? With Merlin Locate Services, rather than adding staff, you can add an entire skip trace department of licensed private investigators who specialize in skip tracing. Check out merlinlocate.com today. When you work with Merlin Locate Services, you bring on a valuable experience and trusted extension to your team. Check out the PI Institute of Education at PIinstitute.com. Since 1989, Kelly Riddle has been teaching on subjects such as surveillance, nursing home investigations, insurance fraud, domestic investigations, hidden assets, and accident scene investigations. The PI Institute of Education is a featured learning partner in the toolbox.com. So check out the free content on the site, then visit the Institute for more great savings on additional classes. Don't forget to check out the NCISS town hall meeting this Wednesday at 12 noon central time. Catch up on the latest happenings regarding data privacy and issues that are affecting our industry. Get more info at nciss.org. Have you heard about FAPI's free three day training seminar? Check out prior guests, Michelle Stewart, John Hoda, and a great lineup of other speakers. Join over 600 investigators who have already registered at myfappy.org. Congrats to show guest Chris Salgado, Chris Dons, the latest cover of PI Magazine, and highlights, Cyberpole. The issue's available today.
4: Okay,
1: welcome back to PI Perspectives. This is Matt Sperry, your host. We are here with Emmanuel Welch. Uh, Emmanuel, welcome back to the program. Thank you. Yeah, so great to have you here. We are talking about dating apps and uh, doing some research, uh, unconventional research uh, due diligence on uh, folks that are, are predators on the internet. So.
4: Predators,
3: predators,
1: but, or whatever. Folks, not, not necessarily. <laughs> they're just
3: trying to date people.
1: There you go. I don't know. <laughs> not I got daughters, man. <laughs> they're predators to me. <laughs> yeah, they're
3: they the enemy. For
1: sure. <laughs> That's the dad in me talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let's let's take it back and let's uh, before we jumped out. You were talking about um, you know being in the business for a while and seeing how things change and the trends and, and all this other stuff. So this type of work, how have you seen it? change in the last year or so and what do you think um coming down the pipe for the future
3: what i really see is that it's becoming to stay in the game we have to become uh, more technical for sure Uh, a lot of tools because of this the generosity of a lot of people that we mentioned like they were since a curious team or they built tools like um uh, what's my name dot, um, app, I believe yep. app yep. or tools like that, that do conduct searches that you, you need to l- new Python before to be able to. Yeah. Use, to do Jake, uh,
1: Jake Kreps is another guy. Like every Jake, Tuesday, Jake is, uh, <laughs> Jake's is, throwing uh, stuff out every Tuesday, you know, man. <laughs> this is impressive.
3: Yeah. Impressive. Uh, young, young, young man. Uh, they, they're really, um, so people build tools for, for the community, and uh, I really appreciate that, especially since uh, whenever a trick or a tool becomes public, you know that uh, your target, uh, you know that Facebook or Twitter, will try to work on a patch or something to make sure that you can't uh, investigate them as easily. So as soon as you become public with a, with a, you know, a tip or a trick, you know that uh, it's endangered. Yep. So they could keep it for themselves and actually sharing because they want people to solve cases. Um, and, uh, and I really appreciate that. So I think we, we have to become more technical, uh, maybe learn some coding or understand web pages more. I mean, if you do a lot of work on, on the web, uh, uh, which is my luck in a way, one of the best things I've ever done is um, I took a class in uh, HTML when I was, when was it 99. Uh, but it's still very useful because sure. I always look at the code of a of a website, or web page, to for extra information. Yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely more technical, more you know, more well traveled or more world uh, friendly. And y- you don't need to know all these languages, or but you need to know about differences in the world. Which social media uh, network is is popular in China, in India? Uh, because you, if you, you have cases in New York that involve a lot of criminals from everywhere, yeah. every corner of the of the country, but and, and you know people use different sites, have different habits, yeah. and so you, you need to be to to open up definitely. Yeah, and, I mean that's and be that's, aware that's, even that, if you don't speak all these languages, but you need to right. recognize oh which language is that oh it's Armenian okay or it's yeah
1: uh, you know, that, that's where the WeChat's come in. I know you referenced that a few times. If folks don't know that that is a, a, a China. Uh, based uh, social uh, platform that uh, is, is pretty popular. Um, yeah, and
3: we did um, a, a case not long ago with um, a Chinese uh, uh, a Mandarin-speaking investigator whom you know yes. uh, from Spy. Uh, yep. And um, I set up uh, one of my burner phones for her with WeChat and she created an account and she managed to get a lot of information from uh, fraudsters who were uh, selling goods online. Sure. And uh, so she did everything from the burner phone. Yep. Uh, so yeah, you have to be... Free fluent in all of that and have and be ready have have yeah. the apps ready on your phone or on your desktop the bookmarks
1: and shout out to serena <laughs> she's yes okay. that's her name <laughs> she takes a good yeah, some good amazing. photos too <laughs> yeah
3: yeah she has so many talents
1: yeah yeah i i have been known to use serena every now and then for for mandarin speaking cases yeah. uh, like a really yeah. great resource um so and and that's one of the other benefits of spy you know like i met serena through spy and you know you, you meet people that uh, along the way that could help you get your job done and help you succeed at, uh, and what you're doing. Um, so let's talk about methodology, right? So let's talk about someone calling you a client, potential client saying, okay, here's the situation. Uh, here's what I'm trying to figure out. Um, I need you to handle this for me. How would you get started? What type of methodology do you use on these types of investigations to get started? Um, it
3: depends. Like, um, Lately, I had a case where uh, the client asked, um, said, "Okay, it was actually a firm, and they said we have this client who needs to find a trace of is uh, being is um, being sued by this woman, and he remembers that in uh, 2006 she was on that site. Can you please find the?" ad that she had on that site and that's how they met. it's like really wow. so it's like, it's like archaeology you know yeah. archaeology. so what you need to do is to warn the client that the chances are very low but there's some workarounds and we may find some information um to because at the end what is what is he trying to show he's trying to uh gather elements of proof to to to, to prove that his narrative is 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 correct that right. he's not lying yep and uh, so if even if i don't find the uh, ad from 2006 or 2007 on craigslist uh i i will find maybe other things right. that will get me there to show that he, he was trying to prove that this this person was organizing certain things back then is that
1: pre-ashley madison or or, or oh, so yeah, yeah, is yeah. that madison
3: around at that point uh, no? oh my god this was <laughs> Ashley Madison I'm sure a, we could do a whole show on that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, no, no it, it was not the Ashley Madison <laughs> thing. But, um, but yes, yeah, so, so depending on the case, you can start with, okay, I need to find uh, a website from a certain, uh, I need to, to narrow down a date on a right. website. So you use your techniques to try to do that with a webback machine. Uh, most of the time when it's an insurance case, i like, okay, we need to have a picture of this guy. And you see if he's, pop, you know, hopping around, is in Harlem or in the Bronx, yeah. uh, if he's having a good time uh and then so so you find with basically that's when i start with um a, a research in our pi databases that are yeah. uh, the databases that only pis can use and a few select professions but we get access to the most information sure. and always get um an email address and a cell phone because and the cell phone is the new social security number as, as you, you're
1: 100 percent right yeah
3: it's a lot of people don't change it uh, over the years, and if you have someone with like tens, of, you know, cell phone numbers in the past three years, like okay, what's going yeah. on here? <laughs> uh, good so bo- yeah. good boy phone
1: <laughs> and naughty boy <boyfriend>, phone, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: a lot of research, but and then right. I, I I run searches on on those the cell phone and for social media accounts, and then there's the the methodology is like you use different tools like Python tools, uh, sites like what, what's my name, uh, Lampire, uh, Spokio. With your experience you know the the four for, days for, for all of them all of them are good at certain things some of actually all of them bring back some false positives as well right uh, you know uh, social media accounts that don't exist uh, and people is a, also an amazing one so
4: yeah.
3: you you start with that and then you build the story based on the social media um, and uh, that's where dating apps come as an extra source that I think is is still overlooked by by private investigators, um, and that are full of information because, yeah. um, you know, we think that dating uh, apps profiles are full of lies. People lie on everything to make themselves uh, attractive, but actually, they contain a lot of elements of truth.
1: Yeah, I'm sure there's partial truths and everything. You just got to figure it out, right? Uh, yeah,
3: I mean it's amazing. um I don't know if you want to jump in. Uh, you know dating apps right now? But yeah,
1: yeah, sure. Why don't why don't you tell me a little bit about uh, your no? Experience? What's uh,
3: the most uh, surprising thing is that a lot of people use their real first name, mm-hmm. you know, and um, because they know they will trip if they use another name, they will trip with the person. That's true too. yeah uh, Yep. But basically, uh, dating apps as <laughs> I'm like a one trick pony. It's like the one thing I, uh, I, I do in a way I'm asked about it all the time. But the it, I spoke at um, Osmosis in 2017, I believe about that, and back then I said, you know, dating apps are great. Enjoy them while you can, because they are going to become more difficult to use. Yeah. And actually, you can still use them. It's more difficult, but it's also easier. Some things like uh, Tinder is much easier to research now right. because there's a desktop application, and you can change your location. You know, playing with the uh, the Google console, the the, the Chrome. Uh, De- developer's tool.
4: Sure.
3: Uh, you change your location, and you can travel and and find a profile. Yeah, the, those the, the concept is still the same. People want to be found, and they will have to give up some information about themselves to be found. Sure. They need to put a photo uh, most of the time. They need to uh, broadcast their location or say where they are. And right. usually, that's that's when I use uh, dating apps for to locate people to confirm that. They live here and not here. And during COVID, it's been huge because where are people during COVID? A lot of uh, people, you know, gave up their apartments in New York. Yep. They moved to their parents. They moved to yep. their second home, whatever. Yep. And so the dating apps are great because you that's where you do a search. You, you know from the databases. You need to start yep. with a PI database, right? Sure. You know from the databases that they're linked to this town, this town, where the parents are, and maybe there where they may have a, a cottage or and you run a search, you change the location and you you find them there or there. Yeah. And it's great for process serving as well.
1: Yeah. I mean I think process serving is a really good point. I was thinking that actually as you were you were talking about it. That, that's got to be a really good tool. you know. What, yeah, what we a great way to for, arrange, right? Arrange a meeting. <laughs> okay. like, like, like in March,
3: we were looking for that uh, young uh, young man who was a student because we need to, to find him for uh, witnessing. Mm-hmm. And he, he, nobody could find him. He was not in his uh, dorm anymore because, of course, everybody had left. Right. And he was not at his parents. The parents were not very uh, cooperative. And uh, one relative said, uh, I think he's at his sister." It's like, and then I looked him up. He has like six sisters, or yeah, <laughs> right. whatever. It's like, oh no! I ran him. Uh, I found all, where all the sister lived, and I, you know, the second sister. That's where he was. I found him on yeah. Tinder. Yeah. And you know, he was there, so you know where to find him.
1: Sure, and then you check the Venmo, and you see if he's sending your money.
4: <laughs> so and Venmo, amazing. <laughs> right. Venmo, uh,
3: yeah, it's a bit like the the dating apps. Uh, yeah. You would think that by now people would close their Venmos, and have looked up politicians, people in the news, you know who they know. Yeah. what was uh, yeah. my
1: mind that this person it's gave that person money, you know, that it's like there for anybody to see. I don't, uh, yeah, I don't yeah, get I love it. <laughs> yeah. It is what it is.
3: <laughs> so yeah, dating apps are, are a great, uh, I recommend. If you, if you yeah. do a search, you want to, uh, to see where the person is, uh, the state of mind they are in because sometimes some profiles are really sad. Like they yeah. really tell you, I hate my job. I can't wait to move to Arizona. I want some sun. So they they give you a lot of information of what they want in life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's a a good way to really get a a background or a sense of who you're dealing with. Absolutely. Yeah. Um,
3: Or if someone is uh, even has suicidal thoughts or is like, wow, this person is depressed. You have to be very careful and gentle, you know, when lawyers are looking for witness or for, sure, it gives them ideas. Yeah. I think, People lie on profiles, but again, some things they say are, are more real than on LinkedIn. Or, um, I Once in a while, I'm asked to look for an unfaithful partner. And that's when it doesn't really work because, you know, married men, it's like the headless torso thing. You, yeah.
4: <laughs> you don't see the
3: face. Sure. And- <laughs> If it's a lawyer uh, hiring me, I'm yeah. not supposed to engage with the person. So without yeah. engaging with the person, yep. you know, yep. so that, um, or you send the photos, can you ask the spouse if they recognize any yeah. part of the
1: anatomy? You know? Yep. 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 Let's, let's, let's keep it or clean or here, please. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other rule then, yeah. about internet research is you definitely see things that you care not to see. There's, there's plenty of that going unsee. on. <laughs> you cannot unsee some things. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: That's very but, inter- very interesting. Yeah,
3: stuff. Dating profiles recently, I, I, I did some work on um, a teenage sort of runaway and um, a cop who was in touch with that teenager said, um, I've seen that person on a dating app. He didn't say which one, but it was a good lead because yeah. I, I located the person on a dating app. I could see what they were trying to do and how they were involved in self arm and looking for partners in games that could have been really dangerous. So it it was good for the yeah, to know.
1: You got to be real careful too, because you can go down a rabbit hole on this stuff. I know, um, especially with like, uh, Jake put something out recently for like OnlyFans and he put like a d- disclaimer there. You know, you can find usernames on OnlyFans, but but don't spend too much time here because you'll get sucked in. <laughs> <You> get <distracted>. <laughs>
3: <laughs> OnlyFans. Oh my gosh. yeah, I worked on a case um, with a, a partner in California. Uh, it was like this, like a, a spouse thinking that's there. X is on only fans and uh and so you know you're, you're looking for every blonde with characteristics that a lot of you know performers on only fans have it's like, yeah. you know, you know, like you know is that what we're
4: calling them performers
3: you know 80 percent of them <laughs> <laughs> How much time do you
1: want me to spend on this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> definitely interesting. But it, 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 you can go down a rabbit hole with this stuff. And it, you got to be careful. I, I, I remember yeah. way, way back in the day, like, uh, doing some Ashley Madison work. And it's like, you got you to, gotta, like, check yourself, man. <laughs> like, you know, I got to go take a shower or wash my hands after this investigation because I feel dirty, oh, you know. So yeah. it's I tough. I Madison is still going strong, surprisingly.
3: I'm amazed.
1: Yeah, I, I remember uh, years ago um, doing some research for somebody. And I typically don't do that work, but this was like one of my clients. It was kind of like a personal matter or whatever, and he asked me to do it. So I was like, I'll take a look. And, man, I, I was like not comfortable doing this. I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> this is not uh, not yeah. good stuff. It's, uh, it takes a lot of constitution to deal with it, definitely.
3: Um, yeah. Um, it's, it's one of... You ask me about trends or things that have changed in the past year. For me, I would say um, the accessibility of bridge data. Mm-hmm. We're talking of the of the Ashley Madison leak uh, has really changed a lot of things for me. Yeah, and it's you know we can start an ethical discussion: is ethical or not? And if you work for an attorney, you can ask them. You know, I may want to use information from bridge data. It's okay with you? Uh, but you know, it's basically it's it's open source intelligence. Um, and I use it to find extra email addresses. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, that's when you find that someone's email address is linked to an address, a physical address that we didn't know about.
1: Not supposed to have, right? Exactly. So
3: it can be anything. Yep. And you look yep. at the source, which which bridge was that? So the per- it was a ticket master. Okay, maybe the person was at Burning Man or nearby and having some ticket, you know. FedEx to him, or it can right. be anything. So you do, you research the type of bridge, uh, but it's great. Like if you see that someone uh, appeared in different breaches for dating uh, profiles, uh, for Zusk or Ashley Madison, or it gives you a sense that this person is, uh, you know, in the habit of of using dating apps.
4: Yeah.
3: Or at at some point in their lives they were. Right. So when when it's a case of, uh, you know, uh, it's is my spouse? Uh, well, I can't find your spouse right now, but five years ago their their name, you know, surfaced in several bridges. So right. and you've been married for fifteen years, so
4: Yeah, you yeah.
1: Can do the math. <laughs>
4: so.
3: Yeah, so it it's still helpful information.
1: Sure. Sure. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna wind down over here. I really appreciate you coming on. This was a lot of fun and I'm sure we could probably talk for another hour about this stuff. <laughs> uh it, it is a topic that uh, is incredibly interesting. How do folks get a hold of you if they have any questions?
3: Uh, Twitter I think I put the handle on the on the screen here I'm French bi so you can okay. always um, uh, contact me on uh, via Twitter and on Twitter also have this uh, a link to a repository of um, dating apps. And, and a few tools to research those apps uh, I still I, I'd love to work on it spend more time on it but it's still a resource that you can sure. use um, yeah. and also you know my website is uh, Frenchpi.com uh, or Frenchdetective.com mm-hmm. and uh, you can write to me in French or in English
4: <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I'll
3: stick to English <laughs> and I do my best uh, right. to get yeah usually I, I get back to uh, to people including students or um, uh, so I'm trying to do my, my best, but yes.
1: Yeah, right. uh, I appreciate that. Appreciate it. So thank you so much, Emmanuel. Thank you everybody for tuning in guys. Uh, have a, uh, a safe Valentine's day and uh, uh, we appreciate everybody for tuning in and uh, go register for the, uh, for the Fappy conference. Uh, go register for the Nally conference, some good uh, content coming up and uh, we appreciate everybody uh, tuning in and we'll catch you guys on the next show. Take care.
0: Thanks to Emmanuel for joining us today to discuss his very unique research. You can tell it's a passion of hers and she continues to push herself to learn more. Make sure you reach out to her if you have any questions. We also want to thank Crosstracks, Merlin Locate Services, Delve Point, and the BI Institute for Education for sponsoring the show. Make sure you check out Wednesday's webinar from NCISS and please register for the FAPI conference next week. And as a reminder... Don't forget to check out investigatorstoolbox.com. Remember, it only takes 49 cents a day to unlock the future of investigations. Make an investment in your business and yourself today. And use code PIP201836 to save an extra $20. If you have a question or comment about the show, email Matt at S at satellitepi.com. You can also find him on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. We'd like your feedback so we can bring you the best shows possible. We'll be back on Monday with a new show, so make sure you tune in, wear a mask, and stay safe out there.